people. You know what time it is. Ladies and gents, guys and dolls, and everyone in between. Gather round. Get you something real nice to sip on and comfy to slip on. Cause it's time for Smut Club. Here's your hosts, Chelsea and Hannah. Hi, everybody. Oh, hi. <laughs> Sorry, I was grabbing my wine. I'm Chelsea. I'm Hannah. Welcome to Smut Club. Welcome to Smut Club. Welcome uh, to the second episode of season two whoop, whoop. of Smut Club. Mm-hmm. We made it. We did. We did it. We're and glad we're to be here. Again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We hope you're glad to be here. If you're glad to be here, feel free to give us a review, subscribe, tell a friend, do all of the things. Sure. Marty, a little bit of wine in. I feel that. You're welcome. (laughs) Listen. Hit us up on the social media with requests. Yeah. That. (laughs) I was pregnant by the time we finished recording the last season, so I really feel like I'm making up for lost time. Sorry, everyone. Um, <laughs> not that's sorry. why Hannah is going to lead today's review. I and am not me. I am. What are we reviewing today? We're re- reviewing. What was that, Hannah? I was trying. All my words tried to come out of my mouth at the same time, and I'm not that as much wine in as you are. Um, so that bodes well. Um, Glitch by Brianna Michaels. Okay. Yeah. Is Brianna like traditional spelling or like B R E? It's B-R-I-A-N-A. Oh, only one N. Only one N. Because she fancy like that. Yep. Okay, yep, yep. now we know. Um, so <clears throat> this book, just fair warning to everybody and to you, Chelsea, has almost no plot. <laughs> um, really, any plot points, like mapping out any plot point at this at this point would be generous. Um so we'll see how it goes at this point, you know? Um, it's so- just like when I reviewed Claiming Addison and I realized like <laughs> – I or that like three simple rules. And it wasn't until I got into the thick of it that I was like, There's, I'm, I'm really trying to make a plot out of nothing here. Yes, it's pretty much that, yeah. <laughs> um, and I realized it last night as I was reading my notes <laughs> to prepare for today. So my notes say – off the rip, we're coming in hot. <laughs> it's literally my first note. Um, so it opens with this guy very graphically telling a girl how to touch herself, saying stuff like, be my good little slut, and calling like, start, stop. Like, start touching yourself, stop touching yourself. That kind of situation. Like Simon says. Basically. But for masturbation. Red yes. light, green light for masturbation. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. That was my husband Vance's contribution um he's he's not wrong um although when i think of red light green light now i think of um squid games which is not the energy here in fairness (laughs) you were like it's like a sexual squid game with no plot i'd be like what we should write that book right but although i would say like if we were going to call it sexual squid games there would have to be tentacles and i don't know that either one of us want to do that Tentacle smut. It's a very specific smut. It's a special. Are kind you of sure smut. you're not as wind in as I am? Maybe I am. Who knows? Yeah, we'll find out. Mm. All right. So his phone keeps going off, and he's like, "Fuck that! 
I'm ignoring it. And then it, he leans into a microphone, as I just demonstrated by <laughs> leaning into, by my, leaning own, into my microphone. Into my own microphone. Um, so the phone keeps going off and he gets really distracted and we find out that he is recording audio. So he is a um um like a smut book narrator. That's his side gig. Like he does voiceovers for audiobooks for smut. Did I ever tell you that at one point in my life I almost did voiceover work for Singaporean anime? No, why did that not happen? I didn't need me. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm waiting for you to go Life happened. You know? um, well, truly, life did. So, my senior year of high school. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes, somehow, that feels really wrong. For my like- senior year of high school, my job was I worked as a personal assistant to the sewing expert for the Home Shopping Network. Okay. So all of like the on-air demos of like, look what you can do with this machine. I helped make all of the on-air demos hmm. that they would use to sell these sewing machines. Okay. That was my full-time job. And the couple that I worked for, they were just, like, one of those couples that, like, did everything. Like, I think they met doing, like, a traveling vaudeville act. And, like, (laughs) he was, like, a ringmaster at the circus and was also, like, the entertainment director on, like, a cruise ship. And she, like, would sew all of the outfits. Like, they just, like, were very much in that industry. Right. And... Like, even, like, at at their house, they had four different sheds behind their house. That's a lot of sheds. Yes. At least, I would imagine, like, at least one would be a murder shed. Five sheds. Yeah, if you've got five sheds, at least one is a murder shed. That's too many sheds. One was a stained glass making shed. (laughs) All of their stained glass making supplies. (laughs) One was their costume shed Mm. for all of the different acts they'd done over the years. Right. One was half dance studio and half sewing workshop. So that's the one I spent the most time in. Okay. Because, um, like, the dance studio side, they would also use to, like, shoot content. One was his voiceover recording shed. Mm. And then one was his woodworking shed. Mm. So many sheds. <laughs> she was on a show um, that was called, like, Wickedly Perfect. It was on, like, CBS or ABC. It was on, like, one of those a long time ago. It was, like, the goal was to find the next Martha Stewart. Oh. Was like, that's what she did. hmm But yes, so I was working for her as her personal assistant, and her husband did voiceover work for Singaporean anime, and they needed a female. To, and he was like, would you be interested? I was like, hell yeah, I'd be <laughs> Why? Why would I say no to this? But then, as you were hoping I would say, life happened, and I never ended up recording any. And then they got divorced, so I really lost my chance. Big bummer. I mean, their, or divor- maybe not. their divorce might, might have been the bigger bummer than me losing my Well, no, chance. that's what I meant, was, like, their divorce is a big bummer. <laughs> I mean, also, you not doing anime Singaporean over. anime. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen Singaporean anime. I'm going to have to Google that. I mean, I maybe wouldn't I say wouldn't. I've watched a lot of anime in general. Their hmm. son was also in the same industry, and he was one of the, like, stilt people at Bush Gardens. Like, on, like, the super, super tall stilts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember. Yeah. He hmm. was one of those. Good for him. What an interesting family. Yeah. Like, how do you get into that line of work? 
I feel like once you're in it, you're, you're just, just yeah. Yeah, you're just in it now. That's like, who do you, you are. have another choice? I don't think you do. Because I imagine, like, you're all not- of your friends are also vaudevillian yeah. people who do vaudevillian things. That's your whole you're community. You're not going to go work in nine to five. You sure as shit aren't. Corporate America is not for you. Yeah. You know who else didn't fit in corporate America? <laughs> you're the character in your book. Our main guy, Glitch. Yeah, you know, let's get back to Glitch. My bad. This was a very <laughs> no, long tangent. No, I top. liked it. But then I was like, what were we actually talking about? We were talking about Dude Buddy doing voiceover. Um, so um, he, his friends are waiting for him to start a video game. Um, and that's why his phone's blowing up. So he goes and logs on to the chat. And he is super into the girl that they play with. There's like five of them that all play together. And one of the friends is like the central person that brought everybody together. Mm. And um, he has been very into this girl like since they started the whole thing. But he's never actually met her um, or seen her for that matter. But he's he's just into her. Is he so, being catfish? No. Okay. No. Um he has a separate chat with her um, that they've had for a while. And she kind of like mm. intermittently will use and not use like a separate little discord thing that they use. Mm. Um, and she tells him that she broke up with her boyfriend. And um, he's like, now's my chance. He's like, I'm into that. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know if that was a message for me, but that Feels like it was a message for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, they, they're they playing and throwing around insults. And um, all of a sudden, Ara is her name. She goes offline all of a sudden, like in the middle of the game. Also, quick question. Mm-hmm. Because all I can think of is Ready Player One. Is this like a futuristic thing or is this just like modern day? Modern day. Okay. They're yeah. Old. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a good question. It's just regular old modern day contemporary romance dealio. We'll take it. Um, So that freaks him out. He's like, where is she? Is she okay? That's not normal. Um, So she pops back on and she says she's having computer troubles. And one of the guys jokes around and asks if she um, kicked her computer because she has a little bit of a temper. Um, but she reacts really weirdly to that statement and he's like, what the the hell is going on right now? Um, so she tells him that she likes the sound of his voice because he like chuckled. He never really talks on, because they have like, um, voice situation or they can do a chat. He usually does chat because apparently his voice is like super deep and for his whole life everybody has always made fun of him. Ironically your voice got higher. For his super deep voice. His super deep voice. <laughs> I was like, I thought you were gonna say he doesn't talk because he has a very delicate voice and gets No. No. It's the very opposite deep. of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he, yeah, he has this whole internal monologue about how he's been bullied his whole life for his super deep voice. Um, and we also learn that his parents died at some point in this monologue. It's just a long situation. Um, (laughs) so, um, yeah, he makes money by selling recordings of his voice and, um, 
So he gets a little salty about the way that one of the guys is talking to her on the game. Um, Because they're throwing around insults and having a good time. And he's like, "Mm, maybe don't talk to her like that. Not a fan. Didn't like it. Um, But she comes right back at it. And he's like, maybe I need to calm down. Like, I've never met this woman in person. And maybe I need to slow my roll. Um, Spoiler alert. He doesn't. Um, so he, uh, his nephew calls him, um, and so he gets off of the, um, the game with everybody else. Um, he finds out that, um, there is something seriously wrong with Ara's computer. Um, and so the, the main friend from the game texts him and says, it has to be done or it had to be done. Um, followed by an unknown number texting him. And so it turns out the unknown number is Ara, um, saying that the friend gave her his information saying that he owns a computer repair shop, which he does. Um, and so glitch is glitch is the guy's name. Um, he is fucking livid at his friend for doing this. And so he texts. He's not excited because he has a giant crush on her? No, he has some control freak sort of energy. And so he doesn't like that his friend determined the way in which they started talking. Um, And so he texts the friend. I feel like his friend is being a good wingman. He is absolutely doing that. Um, Glitch isn't there yet. So he texts the friend and says, I'm going to wrap my hands around your throat and squeeze until you see God. And he does not send that to the friend. He sends that to Ara accidentally. And he's like, whoops. (laughs) That wasn't the energy I meant to come into this with. Because she literally texted him, Trey sent me your number. He said, maybe you could help me with fixing my computer. And he comes back with, I'm going to choke choke you out until you see God. Yeah. Let me guess. She's into that kind of thing. She absolutely is. Um, (laughs) So we learn that she's an artist. Oh, I forgot to mention. It doesn't actually matter, but I will mention. This flashes back and forth between their two perspectives. So we Mm. start with Glitch. We switch to Ara. Um, She's an artist. She loves anime and gaming. Um, She's also had a crutch on a crush on glitch there we go um not a crutch on glitch not that okay just just second um but she's never done anything about it um she's excited about the prospect of meeting him in person because they find out they live in the same town which she did not know and so she's like oh i can like pop over to his shop that's exciting like i want to do that um but she's really upset about her computer it turns out somebody did kick it but it wasn't her um which will become sort of relevant later depends on hannah there's more plot than than you were giving it (laughs) i'm really trying (laughs) i'm really trying um so after sending the initial text to him about you know trey gave me your number trey is the friend um she goes to masturbate She's imagining Glitch. She, again, she's never met him. Doesn't know who he is. Doesn't know what he looks like. Um, but she's imagining him calling her kitty and being all super dominant and possessive, saying shit like, let me see what I own, which is interesting. Oh. 
Um, so then, uh, like, like Kitty, the lactation specialist <laughs> from the last episode. Exactly like Kitty, the lactation <laughs> specialist from the last episode. Woo. Um, she imagines that because Glitch, Glitch called her Kitty once on chat. Um, and so, yeah, this is a direct quote. I'm not sure why I wrote it down, but I'm going to share it now. Um, I grip my toy like a weapon set for big time clitoral damage. Your eye twitch just now? Absolutely. Absolutely the reaction. That is the correct response. Noted. Yeah. I just imagine, I was like, oh, she probably paid extra for a toy that looked like a weapon. <laughs> no. Oh, that just makes me think of um, Den of Vipers when she gets banged by the gun, like he uses the gun. That's not the kind of thing we're talking about here, but that's what I thought of. I forgot about that. I'm sorry. I reminded you. I'm I sorry. frequently wish I could forget about Den of Vipers. Yeah. Go back and listen if you haven't. There's... Season one, episode one. There's fanny packs. There are. And tacos. Are there tater tots? Mm-mm. No, you know what? I think the tacos were in the fanny pack and it reminded me of Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. had the tater tots. Yeah. So I, in my head I associated that. There's... Ass play with oh, knives. Yeah. Lots of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a... Okay. So you know, you can go back in and enjoy that. Drink that yourself. in if you want or don't. Um, so she comes super hard and she says, Glitch is the best lover I've never had. Um, so she sees the text response from Glitch about like, I'll choke you out or whatever. And she's like, I like that. So she responds to him and says, does that cost extra? <laughs> and he is like, God damn. Yes, please. But he's like, I am not going to respond with something dirty because I actually really like this girl. Like, I've known her all this time, even though I've never met her in person. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to be a fucking weirdo. <laughs> um, so he is so turned on. He tells her to come by his shop or whatever. He's so turned on that he goes to record a scene because that's apparently how he... Processes releases his that. sexual energy. Yes. Got so, it. um, yeah, things like things are said, like get on your knees and crawl to me like a good girl. Let me give you a gift. Those kinds of things. Um, what hubris to consider right. your dick a gift? Right. Is it? <laughs> like. Like, for any man that happens to be listening, please ask yourself, like, is it? Here's the thing. Even if it is. Mm hmm Even if you have that good of a dick. Sure. As soon as you think you have that good of a dick. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's, what's that, uh, uh, what is it? Fucking Jonas Brothers? You don't, you don't know, what is it? I, I don't think I could name a single Jonas Brothers song. <laughs> There's some Jonas Brothers song, I think, where they talk about, like, you're pretty because you don't know you're pretty or something like that. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's good dick because you don't know it's good dick. 
Well, I also think sometimes if you don't think you have a good dick, you work a little harder. <laughs> right. Right. And we all appreciate the effort. We do. A for effort, bud. Um, so anyway. So he, she masturbated. Now he's, he's masturbating. masturbating. Everyone masturbates. Yeah. Everyone gets a masturbate. Yes. Um, so then he decides he's going to ask her out when he finally gets to meet her. Again, sight unseen. Um, so she waits a few days, tries to fix the computer herself, decides to finally go. Um, she's concerned. She mentions her ex who is like mildly stalking her. Um, but she decides like, fuck it. I'm just going to go to Glitch's shop. She built this computer herself. And so it's like got sentimental value as well. Mm -hmm. So she's super upset about the whole thing. So she goes to the shop, even though she's very nervous to meet Glitch. Um, it's super cool inside. There's graffiti everywhere and kids doing homework. It's very like chill community laid back kind of vibe. So we're back to glitch. Um, he had basically given up on her showing up because it's been like three or four days since they texted and he's like, "Mm, shit. She can't care that much about a broken computer. Right. He's like, well, damn, maybe she took it somewhere else or just decided not to come. So, um, it's very, very awkward when he goes out to meet her in the front. Um, she doesn't speak. She just stands there and very obviously checks him out. Like is doing a lot of up and down eye movement, fixated on his arms and his junk. Like she is not subtle. And he thinks... And let me guess, they're both very attracted to each other. Very much so. He thinks that she is the hottest woman he's ever seen. Um, so he realizes... Sorry, didn't mean to take that from you. Didn't mean to guess. <laughs> Get ahead of ourselves. Aww. We were robbed of that moment. <laughs> That's a moment we can never get back. How will we carry on? I have a feeling they'll... They'll carry on just fine. Oh, they will. And maybe we'll wish that they hadn't done that. So he realizes that her computer has, in fact, been kicked. And so he is like, oh, that's not funny because that's not actually like her. That's really weird. And so he takes her into the back room to, like, ask her what the hell is going on. Um, And she won't really respond to him and she says like I know it's really bad I just want you to take a look at it maybe it can be fixed and he's like then he says that he will text her when it's ready um and um that's it we're back to Ara she's flipping out over how hot glitch is all tall with tattoos and dark hair and a deep voice and all that stuff um She very obviously has some self-esteem issues talking about how she's, like, too fluffy for a guy like that, which is, like... But isn't that, like, every smut book? Yes, and it's annoying as hell. Every now and then, I'll read one where the chick is like, yeah, I'm super fucking hot. Like, deal with it. But it's one or the other. Yeah. It's always like, who would want me? Or it's like, I'm going to fuck all three of these men at once because why wouldn't they want me? Right. Everyone wants me, obviously. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. There's not very often a middle ground. Mm. Um, yeah. And then um, 
Oh, that's right. She decides to go home from his shop because she, quote, soaked through her panties. She <laughs> had been planning to go to the grocery store and then was like, I'm, I'm too wet for that. <laughs> never in my life, for the record, never in my life <laughs> have I been like, nope. I know I had a lot of errands to run today, but I'm I'm too wet for that. <laughs> Never in my life. Yeah. If you get that wet, should you see a medical professional? It gets worse from there. To be honest, like not right now, but it will, and you'll know when we get there, and it'll be a lot for you to deal with. I already know <laughs> that it's coming. So, um, she's on her way home. She gets a phone call and she thinks it might, might be glitch. I guess she didn't save his number for some reason, but, or like that he's calling from the shop. No one speaks when she answers and it's just heavy breathing. And she's like, ew, gross. That, that must be my ex. Like, mm. ugh. so she hangs up. <laughs> Why do my, okay. My notes say she hangs up and starts flicking the bean. <laughs> well. She clearly needed to relieve some pressure. Uh, Her phone rings again. This time it is glitch. Um, He can't fix the computer, but he wants to bring it back himself. Um, So she's super excited. um, And she trips on her own feet. She's so excited. Like, she's getting up to get dressed. And she's so excited. She trips on her own feet and, like, really bangs up her knees. Um... And she decides that she needs to look super hot, even though he's only going to be there for, like, five minutes. She's like, I need to be put together. To make it worth it. Yeah. He needs to I need remember to make this that moment. five minutes feel like ten. Exactly. Got yeah. It. He needs to remember this moment. So, um, we get some information about Glitch being super close with his sister and his nephew. Um, there's no dad in the picture, so Glitch kind of, like, fills that role. Um... Not really important at all, but now you know it. So he goes to Ara's and um, he gets like really weirdly agitated that there's not enough like security for her apartment complex. One of those like alpha male like. Yeah. You're not safe. Like he even gets mad that the sidewalks are uneven because he's like worried she's going to trip. It's like, bro. I mean, she did just bang up her knees trying to get dressed. She did. He might be on to something. But he doesn't know that. It does. It just feels like we're reaching here for, like, the amount of protectiveness. That's a a lot. Like, hmm. I'll allow it. Fair. Um, So he feels like she's looking super hot. Um... She tries to pay him for his time on her computer, and he's like, how about you let me take you to dinner instead? Um, But she's like, oh, I already ate. And I'm like, babe, you're low-key in love with this guy? Eat again. Like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Lie. (laughs) Like, eat again. Get an appetizer for all I fucking care. Just get a drink. Like, what? Like, what? Whatever. That didn't make a lot of sense to me, but... Yeah, you're like, I'll eat a lot, so, (laughs) generally. 
Um, You're like, it's second dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. God. Do you know nothing about hobbits? Apparently not. Um, Or is it second breakfast that they do? It's it's second breakfast. The sentiment holds. It does. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. He's like, when she says, I've already eaten, he's like, we'll go to dinner another time because I'm ravenous and I want to eat you. And it's like, oh, wow. Okay. All right. So they're about to start, like, for real going at it when Glitch's stomach growls. <laughs> um, so she offers him food, but she has, like, literally one package of ramen noodles in her apartment. Um, and so he takes her to the grocery store. It doesn't seem like she's doing a – oh, well, that makes sense. She needed to go grocery shopping because she yeah. only had one package of ramen noodles, but she couldn't go grocery shopping because she was too wet yeah. to go grocery <laughs> shopping. I hate it. Yeah, she was too horny to make it through um, the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> actual grocery store of the book or did you just no, choose just, the piggly wiggly? I, I just literally chose the pig. <laughs> what also what do you think is gonna happen in the grocery store? Because mm-hmm. even if you're like, you know what? I'm a little aroused and I need to go grocery shopping. Right. What's going to happen in the grocery store that you're like, no no no. I'm too aroused for that. That can't happen here. The frozen pizza aisle has never gotten to me. The produce section, far too much. Well, actually, have we talked about Club Pub? Okay, so I should fact check this. But if memory serves, there was a Publix. Right. In which, for those of you who are not from the South, that's a grocery store. Not as good of a name as Piggly Wiggly. But there's a Publix in Tallahassee that was called Club Pub. Because at one point it was rated like like one of the most, like something for like single people. Like the most like single people meeting at this grocery store and like finding people was hmm. at this Publix. So they called it Club Pub. Specifically the produce section of this Publix was known, like, and I will say, because my sister went to school at FSU, and I went to visit her, and I did not know about Club Pub. And we went grocery shopping there one day, and I was like, why is everyone in this grocery store so attractive? (laughs) Everyone is seriously put together. Yes, like, truly, I was like... To get their chips and salsa today. Yeah, I was was like... Am I good looking enough to shop at this grocery <laughs> Why store? Why isn't there a bouncer? Yes. And then yeah. my sister was like, oh, well, it is Club Pub. And I'm like, what do you, what's Club Pub? Yeah, it was like voted number one place in the nation or some shit like that on some, I don't know. I don't know who rated it that. It feels <laughs> like something that they might rate themselves. Or like it's like the lore of, right? you know, right. I'm like, at the time, like being very young, it felt very true, but everyone was just a little more attractive than the average grocery store shopper. So that's like that. I'm just like, okay, so great. Tallahassee has the club pub and Atlanta has murder Kroger. Like, mm, okay. Nashville had a murder Kroger as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe it's just Kroger in general. 
It's not specific to a city then. Well, there is a Kroger in Cumming, Georgia. Hmm. That's the nicest grocery store I've ever been into in my life. <laughs> to the point that I like told my husband, I was like, honey, this is such a nice grocery store. Like, what is even happening? And he was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, and like kind of like wrote me off. And then I wanted something, I wanted like some chips that like only Kroger had. And we went, I like, he went to the store with me to that Kroger and he walked in and he's like, I'd like to apologize for <laughs> minimizing your experience because I truly get it now. I was like, what is happening in this Kroger? Right. Maybe they were trying to be like the club pub of coming. Were they trying to put out that kind of vibe? Oh, it's really like a suburban housewife vibe. Oh. Mm. They like to get fucked too. Yeah, they do. <laughs> in more ways than one. Oh, okay. Um, so, all yeah. right. Back to, he's like, I... I want to all eat you because you already ate dinner. But then his stomach growls and all she had was one pack of ramen noodles because she was too horny to go to the grocery store earlier. Right. Okay. So Making he sure I summarized correctly. Yes. The and we're plot. at Ara's point of view. Yes. It is very important that we get all of these plot points correct. Um, we're at Ara's point of view. He takes her to the grocery store. They have a great time. They get all kinds of stuff. Um, she messes with him a little, and he calls her a brat. And so she's like, what are you going to do about it? And he says, fuck around and find out. And she's like, oh, no, I'm into that. So whatever. He pays for, <laughs> like, this book. They've known each other for, for, like, a cool half hour. Like. But they've known each other for years. But they've never seen each other or had interaction. I feel like. For me, I've met people that I've interacted with on the internet first, mm -hmm. and the boundaries are different. Like, it's not like I carry the boundaries from our online interaction into in-person. Like, we need new boundaries. I mean, I think that's fair. The boundaries do shift. And it's not as if, it's still not as if they didn't know each other right. or have any relationship prior that's to fair. 30 minutes before. Because think about everyone doing online dating. Mm -hmm. Like, it obviously shifts when you meet the person mm -hmm. in person. But a lot of times there's, like, a very long buildup of, like, talking back and forth on an app, texting, maybe phone calls leading up to if you even decide you're going to meet the person in person. True. The True. person in person. person in per <laughs> I feel like I keep saying person. In real life. In real life. So, but I do agree. It does shift. Mm-hmm. And... Shifts very rapidly and sexually for them. It does. Aggressively sexually. We're just like straight to spanks. It's a lot. So. <laughs> Is he spanking her in the grocery store? Not yet. Um, <laughs> so Which he. Which aisle? <laughs> oh no. Paper products. No, I'm just kidding. I made that up. Um. <laughs> Which aisle of the grocery store is the least sexy? If you're going to have sexy time in a grocery store. Paper products. Paper for sure. products. For sure. Or the baby aisle. Depending on where you're at in your relationship might be the least sexy. Like, maybe the pet aisle. <laughs> maybe. Although. Although there are toys. I was going to say, they're into a lot of stuff, so they might actually be down for Well, and the power colors. drink. Yeah. You... Mm. If you're going too hard and you might need to pick me up. Refuel. Yeah. Um, chocolate is an aphrodisiac, so sure. not like the candy cookie aisle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah, which grocery store aisle is the least sexy? I do think your initial gut reaction of paper products, maybe the bread aisle. Yeah, I could see bread. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we got here. But anyway. Sorry. Um, oh, it wasn't bad. It was just interesting. <laughs> um, so he pays um, and she is like, wow, this is all so new and exciting, but I feel safe with him because I feel like I've known him forever. Um, he won't let her carry anything, of course. Um, like a real man. Like a real man. <laughs> That's uh, what these books are always like. This woman is too delicate to carry a grocery bag. Meanwhile, she's like, I'm sturdier than anything. I'm just fluffy as shit. And he's like, so delicate. <laughs> The way we view ourselves versus how the world views us. Right, right. May not match. Um, so for some reason, as they get back to her apartment, she realizes that he paid for everything. I guess she was, like, really caught up in the moment of, like, their flirting and stuff. And she gets really mad. And she's like, I can pay for my own food. Jesus Christ. Um, so uh, she's like, why are you trying to take care of me right now? That's weird. Um, and he is really worried that he overstepped. And then she's like, no, actually, I like that you're trying to take care of me. Anna, um, my love. <laughs> you are reaching. I for know. I'm trying so hard. I just, I just would say <laughs> lean into the lack just of it. Just stop trying. I can do there, that. Because I, I was like, oh, this is going to lead to a fight. You're like. She was upset he paid for the groceries. He's like, maybe I overstepped. And then she's like, you didn't. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, oh, we're finally going somewhere. We're, we're getting not. some traction. We're not. So then he spanks her for being a brat in the store. <laughs> um, and then, I don't know why I made this as a note. I don't think it's relevant, but here it is. He offers her a Skittle and she bites his finger. It's a bold choice. So we're back to Glitch. I mean, Skittles are tiny. That's true. It could have been an accident. Although the way it was written, it sounded very intentional. Just one little one. <laughs> one little Skittle. <laughs> um, so we're back to Glitch. Um, so she had a wet spot on the back of her dress the whole time they were at the store. So he walked behind her if anyone was close enough to see. I just... Because she was so horny? That's what I'm saying. That's why I was like, it gets worse. Like, if you're experiencing that amount of... Drippage? <laughs> of, like, wetness, um, seek medical help, probably. If you're like, I have to wear a panty liner because my arousal is so extreme, it leaks through my pants. Yeah. That's not normal. It's not. In this case, it's all the way through the back of her dress. You can see the spot. Which well, I'm like... Well, she's sitting... Well, I guess the drive there. That's the only thing I could think of. Like, how did it get on the back of her dress while she was walking? Must have happened in the car. Um, Like, as someone with a very small baby, he has a lot of blowouts. <laughs> and honestly, there are times where I'm like, I don't understand how you hit that angle. <laughs> the logistics don't make sense. We're all about the logistics. <laughs> Lord help me. 
so he was walking behind her in the grocery store so she other people wouldn't see and she would be embarrassed by how wet she got in I don't, the produce aisle. I don't necessarily think it was about her being embarrassed. I think it was like a possessive thing. He didn't want anybody else to see. Whatever. Um, it doesn't matter. So they have some like back and forth in the kitchen. He starts counting and she catches on that he's counting spanks. And so she's like, better make it too, babe. And again, he's into it. Again, I don't know how she knew that. Because he was like, that's one. Like, one what? Had he just spanked her? Because I feel like it's kind of obvious. If if I get spanked, and then they go, that's one. I'm not like, ooh, they're counting spanks. <laughs> I realized it. Like, I feel like it's, like, the obvious. Well, he, like, he did spank her, but then they, like, move on, and they're having this little flirty moment. And then he's like, that's one. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe I... I don't know. People I, are big into counting the spikes. They are, aren't they? More power to you. I I don't like math enough that counting during that would be like, no, moment's <laughs> over. You're like, honestly, counting's a bit of a buzzkill. <laughs> Basically. It's a step too far. It makes me the Sahara Desert down there. <laughs> there will be no wet spot. Yeah, I know she's in the wetlands. <laughs> We're trying to get to a desert. The Everglades here. Um, <laughs> oh, the Florida people. Yep, yep. We are. You can't. You you can take the girls out of Florida. <laughs> yep, but we will forever have it in our hearts. Unfortunately, so true. Um, so they're like throwing things at each other and blah blah blah, and um, like in a cute, playful way. Yes. Okay. And because every time she throws something, he's like, "That's two. That's three. And she's like, <laughs> whatever. So, oh, so she's trying to get more spanks. Yes. And he decides he's in love with her. Um, so they're about to kiss again. And, but then like she pulls back and for some reason they start talking about her last relationship and she tells him that he kicked her computer. He was jealous of the time she spent online with glitch. So he like got mad that she was on her computer. So he kicked it. Um, we finally found the plot. Yep, there it is. So, um, she says she really only gamed with everybody to be, to be able to talk to Glitch. Um, he's super mad about this whole ex situation. He thinks that he hit her and was, like, abusive. And she's like, no, 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 no. It was just the computer. No, he just kicked my computer. Which still isn't an appropriate outlet for your anger. No, definitely not. Um, still abusive, just in a different way. Um, so he's like super proud that she stood up for herself and got out of that situation. Um, and then she tells him for some reason, unprovoked, that the other reason that, that her ex was so jealous was because, um, she called out Glitch's name while she was masturbating and he happened to walk in on that. I can't say i wouldn't feel the same way as him right in that moment if i were masturbating or if my partner were masturbating mm -hmm. and they called out another woman's name mm -hmm. i would feel some type of way oh for sure now would i damage their property right maybe a younger child i was about to say like mm, 
22-year-old Hannah? Probably. Yeah. I remember one of my friends in high school, like, I think it was, like, maybe, it was a high school friend. I think it was maybe, like, our freshman year of college. Her and her boyfriend broke up. There was, like, this big thing. I don't even remember. She, like, kicked out his taillights. Or, like, broke taillights. Like, something like that. And I remember at the time being, like, that feels a little aggressive. Okay, on to the next. But like, <laughs> yeah, that's a little much. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like Carrie Underwood's yeah, before yeah, yeah. he cheats, where you're like, property damage is not the way. Yeah. To handle your emotions, like baby girl, why are we trying to catch a charge right now? Yes, I'm like, you do realize that that is illegal. Mm-hmm. I'm just being like, he hurt my feelings isn't a good enough reason most of the time. No. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Back to the plot of Glitch. Yep. So um, he's just like very into this, all of this. Um, So she, where to her point of view, she takes him to the bedroom. Um, uh, he tells her to take her dress off and she's like, if you want it off, you can do it yourself. And there's that whole kind of like brat energy. Um, <laughs> my notes say there's a lot, a lot of growling, which I frankly cannot understand, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think the only time where I'm like, it's weird, but I get it is when it's like, shifters where it's like a paranormal yes you know where i'm like they shift into an animal that growls right yes any chance he's a shifter is that where this plot is going there isn't one and also no (laughs) (laughs) so um he calls her kitty at one point which basically makes her almost pass out she's so fucking turned on um and next thing you know she's a lactation specialist so, <laughs> um, he, he asks her about hard limits, which is nice because consent matters. We That's what my consent. notes say. Yep. Um, and she is like, I don't have any hard limits. Just keep calling me kitty. And I'm like, baby girl, I think you do have some hard limits. Maybe think more about that. Like, did you hear what this man just asked you? Everyone has hard limits. Right. You might not have as many as other people. Yeah. But I'm like, if you, everything is kosher. Like, everything is completely okay. Like, we're cool with water sports? Like, is that what you're telling me right now? Like, goddamn, babe. Okay. All right. I know water sports has another meeting here, but once again, we're from Florida. (laughs) You thought back to tubing, didn't you? I thought tubing. <laughs> I thought water skiing. I thought jet skis. I I thought <laughs> kneeboarding. Oh my god, that too. Yeah, skimboarding even. Yeah, mm. all of the water sports. I have no hard limits against water sports, except after I had some childhood trauma with the tubing. See episode one, season two for that story. Um, No, that's not the kind of water sports I meant. And no, I will not elaborate. Google it if you must, but not when you're on your work's Wi-Fi. Um. (laughs) Much like how 
the government no longer lets government employees have TikTok on their <laughs> devices. Exactly. Don't look up water sports on your Company work device. Wifi. Yeah, maybe maybe avoid that. They will frown upon that. Um. So he discovers she has a praise kink, which he's very into. Um. Yeah. So All again, right. actual question. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Was liking to be affirmed a kink? Apparently. Like, like I don't think I've ever actually considered that as a, a kink before. So, I think, like, there's a difference between, like, appreciating somebody giving you an affirmation and getting super turned on by it. I think that's the difference, mm. you know? Touche. Yeah. Um, yeah. If someone telling you, great job on that math test, makes you so wet you can't go to the grocery store, it's a kink. Yes. Okay. Correct. 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 Sorry. Um, Keep going. So. Just really had to process that. Um, she, she comes. There are a lot of wetness descriptions that I could have lived without. Um, he spanks her a lot. Um, yeah. He asks her how she usually uh, gets off and she takes out a vibrator and he says, direct quote, are you ready for multiplayer mode? So it is ready player one. <laughs> ready player two, it's multiplayer. That book wasn't as good though. <laughs> Sorry, no, Ernest Klein, you did better the first time. Um, okay, so... There's a lot of description of the sex here. He uses the vibrator on her. Um, she she squirts, which embarrasses her so bad. Um, and he is super into it, um, and of course. And he asks her to lay out all of her toys. He does all kinds of different things. Um, he's still fully clothed. This is all her. This is all her. Um, So um, he says that he's learning her and what she's into, and he's having a great time, and he doesn't need her to reciprocate. Um, And there's some anal play. (laughs) It's her first anal play, and it felt like a big step to take with a brand-new partner, but who am I to say? Um, Your first encounter with them. Like, sexual encounter with them. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Do I dare ask how much anal play? What was the level? No, I don't ask. No, we move on. We don't. Glass dildo. Oh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That feels okay for you. Hannah, you've... You've... Walked us through a lot of interesting books over the course of Smut Club. That's not shaming the book choices, but it is just saying. You can, though. I understand. I'm just saying there are some where I'm like, oh, 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 you can do that? (laughs) And I think. I love to learn. (laughs) I think Glass Dildo, I'm like, feels approachable. Okay. Fair enough. Amidst all of the different books over time, I'm like, oh, yes, that one feels more normal. Fair enough. I can appreciate that. 
than like uh, the, the the paranormal, the scorpions and the moths. Yes. The, the milking factories. Yeah. Sure. You know? Sure. The knife handles of it all. Yeah. I get <laughs> the it. knife handles of it all. <laughs> okay. Go on. So, um, he decides in his head, he's like, I am marrying this woman. He has yet to actually have, like, full-on intercourse with her. But he's like, this is the one. Um, she falls asleep. He gets up because he decides that she needs to eat. Um, and, uh, he starts to get anxious thinking that he went overboard with her because he, like, made a bunch of food and, like, bought all of this food. I'm like, baby, you just put a glass dildo in her ass. Like, I think making dinner is cool. Like, I feel like that's okay. (laughs) Maybe not. Maybe I don't understand the the dynamic. (laughs) That's the line. Um... So, um, she's like, whatever, they have this moment where she's like, starts to get tearful and she's like, I should have asked for your number sooner. You're so amazing. Um, and she's like, no more dragging our feet. Like, let's really do this thing. And so he says, so we're getting married in an hour. And she laughs and he's like, I am not joking. Like. What? That's literally the line from the book. Um, Hannah. I know. I know. So then she gets a phone call from her ex, um, who, again, is just breathing heavily. Glitch is super it mad. It is her ex. Yes. It's confirmed. Well, she believes that it is. She's okay. like, it can't be anybody else at this point. Um, so uh, Glitch is really, really mad. She's like, it's totally fine. Everything's okay. Um, and then she all of a sudden, because... Lest we forget, she's an artist. She's like... I did. I did forget. (laughs) I did as well until I just read it in my note. Um, She's like, do you want to see my studio? It's four o'clock in the morning. She's like, do you want to go to my studio with me? And he's like, yes, I do want to do that at 4 a.m. So she takes him there. Um, He's all safety conscious. He doesn't like that the building doesn't have any security. Um, she shares a space with a bunch of other people. Like, she explains, like, mm-hmm. I'm not the only one who works in this space. Um, but no one is there, my notes say in all caps, because it's the middle of the night. And then my notes also say she doesn't know this man and took him to a secluded space in the middle of the night. Why isn't he worried about that? <laughs> That's literally <laughs> what my notes say. Like, why aren't we worried that your girl just was like, because he's not like the others, Hannah. Taking a rando in the middle of the night. Um, so he looks through her canvases and he's like, um, you're you're amazing. Um, he Can find- you say anything else, though? Like, honestly, real question. <laughs> if she were the shittiest artist in the world, could you say that? No. Not at this point. Like, I don't think that he can be objective enough to even notice if she's the shittiest artist in the world at this point. You're like, quite frankly, she probably was. He's probably like, that Rorschach on the back of your dress is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Thank you for gifting me that art. (laughs) Like, honestly. (laughs) Your arousal Rorschach. (laughs) No. (laughs) 
I started it and I didn't like it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. He finds a naked self-portrait and he's like, "Can I keep this?" Um and then she's like, "You What's can." What's medium of choice? Paint. Okay. And she's like, mm, yes, you can, but only if I can paint you, get naked. And he's like, aye, aye, captain. Um, and so she does a rough sketch and has him come look. And she did just his face. She just made him get naked for fun. And <laughs> <laughs> which I actually appreciated. And he's like, I fucking love you. And she's like, well, that wasn't a real declaration, obviously, because I've known you for 12 hours in real life. Um, and so, uh, yeah, yeah, she, <laughs> apparently I had a lot of euphemisms for blowjobs in my notes for this as well. You love blowjob euphemisms. I do. So I, Just my g- notes say. Yeah, give me the list. Um, she crawls over to him to where he's standing and mm-hmm. kneels before him and this is from my notes. She really wants to make a balloon animal. I don't know where I got that or how it makes sense, but that's Sounds what my Sounds painful notes. if you're the man. <laughs> it does. It doesn't sound like the best blowjob of your life it while doesn't. she might be having a lot of fun. It doesn't. The connotation from Hummer to making a balloon animal are very different. I think I may have told you. When I was in middle school, I went on a mission trip to the country of Panama. Mm. I was a clown. That was like my community yes. outreach. Yeah, yeah, I was a clown. Yeah, yeah. And I kept accidentally popping the balloon animals. And they took that job away from me because I made too many children cry. <laughs> Which my best friend literally texted me like two weeks ago. And she was like, look at this photo my mom just found. And it was from that mission trip 20 years ago when she and I were clowns. I'm going to need to see that when we It's a very underwhelming recording. photo, but I'm still happy to show it to you. Thank you. We we didn't have like face. Uh-huh. We just wore like sad clown outfits. <laughs> <laughs> They're like no not even clown shoes. They're just like, "Here. Wear this clown onesie essentially." <laughs> no wigs or anything? Nope. Nothing. That is pretty underwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I would cry if someone wearing a creepy onesie popped a balloon in my face, too. Yeah. I probably would. Mm. Okay. So make a balloon animal is... Yep. It feels like it'd be a hand job because your hands are involved if you're making balloon animals. Regardless, she gives him a BJ. Um, direct quote here, Ara could likely suck my soul right out of my dick with her level of enthusiasm. Also, the word slurps is used a lot. Slurp, slurp. <laughs> so that made my list of words that I just am not into. Slurp. I don't think I can hear slush, like slurp without thinking of a slushy. Yeah. Oh. I don't want slushies to be ruined. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I had one. But you like to leave yourself <laughs> open want, for the future. Yes, I want the option to remain open. Um, I had a lot more thoughts, but I will rein them in for the sake of not ruining 
slushies <laughs> for you. Thank you. And I will give you, again, directly from my notes. He comes hard and she keeps going, so he comes again on her tits. He's still hard, question mark. Has this author ever fucked a man, question mark. <laughs> There's no refractory period here. <laughs> right. He's just still hard. Um, so that also feels like a... If your erection lasts longer than (laughs) however many hours, please seek medical attention. (laughs) Contact your physician. Yeah, so um, then my notes (laughs) say, he eats her out and she comes in seconds? Question mark. Has this author ever fucked a woman? (laughs) We're just not setting realistic expectations here. None of these books do. Yeah, but this is like a special level. He's like hard forever and she just comes on cue. Um... He says he wants to make her hear colors. There's declarations of possession. What's that called when you hear colors? There's like a specific title. Synesthesia. Yeah. (laughs) Why did I know that so fast? Orgasm-induced synesthesia. Uh, What? I wonder what diagnostic code that is for (laughs) billing. Um... The orgasm-induced kind (laughs) or just the normal kind? Like, what's the ICD-10 code? (laughs) Both. Both. Inquiring minds and all that. Um, So, there's lots. I don't think that's a section. I don't think there's a orgasm-induced blindness, (laughs) orgasm-induced anesthesia, orgasm-induced, like, seizures. Like, I don't think there's a section of the ICD. There should be because these books indicate. There is a ton of it. That orgasms can induce a lot of things that we need to be prepared for as professionals. <laughs> as a medical professional, as have medical you ever encountered a patient with orgasm-induced fill-in-the-blank? Not that I'm aware of. I don't know if I can keep my face straight. No. The client no. came in and said that. Mm-mm. Okay. Sorry. Once anyway. Again, I keep... <laughs> My tangents. Keep going. <laughs> so, okay. Speaking of keeping my face straight. So, this is a tangent not relevant to anything that's happening right now. Well, it's okay. There's really not a plot. Recently, there's yeah. not. So, recently, um, I was leading a group. There was this group discussion. And For those of you who don't know, Hannah works at a substance abuse residential facility. I do. And I was leading a group of women. Okay. And so we're talking about something to do with um, one of the women was talking about her coffee maker. It was relevant. It was actually a very emotional moment, whatever. And one of the other women was like, wait, wait, wait. It was on your coffee maker? I don't understand. Or no, she said in your coffee maker. And this woman, without missing a beat, looks directly at her and goes, no, Elizabeth, that's where I make my crack. And ever since then, that's, like, my response to things. When I feel like people say something stupid, I just say, no, Elizabeth, that's where I make my crack. Because dry is all anything. Just, and nobody in the group did anything. And I was like, don't laugh. Was she joking? Or did she no. actually, she made her crack in her coffee maker. Yeah, which then led me to more questions about the logistics of that. But I was like, don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh. That feels don't. like a great hack. Right? Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, was it a Keurig? It's a crack hack. Are we talking about <laughs> Are we talking about a Mr. Coffee? Like what? 
Is it a Cuisinart? Like, I have questions. Does it make it... Can you make foam? Can you steam your milk? Maybe it ends so. up being like one of those like really bougie LA restaurants where they're like, here's your vodka as a foam shot or like you breathe it. Like it's like right, that. Right. It's a latte and all of the different parts of the latte are crack infused. Are crack infused. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't ask because again, it was actually a very serious moment. And so I was like, do not laugh right now. We laugh later. We don't laugh now. It Man, was a lot. That was like doing crisis assessments where you're like talking to someone who's having a like true psychotic break. Yep. They are in the midst of all of these delusions and you're like, they are saying some of the funniest shit I have ever heard in my entire life. But it's also really like not the moment and it's like really sad. But then like you're going to end that assessment and go out and talk to your coworkers and be like, I just really need to tell you about the assessment I just did. Yes. Here are some quotes that are going in their actual medical chart because <laughs> that's the best. Yeah. Because they need to, to really give the full experience of what just happened. Yes. Yeah. And speaking of that, one of my coworkers sent me a uh, TikTok of this woman who like typing on her computer and it said like, um, uh, patient refused 2 a.m. Lorazepam stating, I will Lorazepam that ass, you funky ass bitch, get out of my room. End quotation marks. Physician contacted, no new orders, will continue to monitor. Or, you know, it said redirection attempted, redirection not successful. <laughs> will continue to monitor. I, I think like, I read a yes. note one time that I was like, um, client was a poor historian when writer asked about like abuse history client said fuck you and attempted to kick writer in the shin yes <laughs> we'll continue to monitor yes <laughs> always <laughs> we'll continue to monitor okay oh, anyway um, so we are unfortunately still monitoring this situation uh, are we though like not how, probably not how much more not really there? much not really much <laughs> So, um, lots of declarations of possession, blah, blah, blah. She comes again and it's now like six o'clock in the morning. So somebody has shown up and knocks on the door and is like, are you okay? Like everything all right in there? Um, she still doesn't know his real name. <laughs> She's still calling him glitch. That's not his, his Christian government name is not Glitch. Glitch Jones the third. Yeah. It's Grimace Jackson. Like, what the fuck? Also, when you said that someone knocked on the door and was like, are you okay? I watched a TikTok last week of um, this, like, husband walking in to the room and his wife is recording. She's like, so why was that daughter crying? And he's like, um... Because she heard you screaming and wanted to make sure you were okay. And she's like, was I screaming? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were. And like the pride on his face. And she goes to talk to her daughter and daughter's like, and I wanted to see if you were okay and no one answered me. But then, of course, in true TikTok fashion, there's a full debate in the comment section of people being like, hearing your parents have sex really is traumatic for a child. I'm like... It's icky. <laughs> right. But I don't, 
I wouldn't call that a capital T trauma. No. And I feel the internet is... The TikToks are very quick to call things capital T trauma mm-hmm. that I would not give the same title to. I was... I super appreciated there was a TikTok earlier this week that I also watched that was... um She is a psychologist and she was like yeah your ex-boyfriend probably isn't a true narcissist no and your mother's not talk or your mother-in-law's not toxic you just don't get along (laughs) and just because you like things messy doesn't mean you have adhd just because you like things orderly doesn't mean you have ocd just because you do this like and i'm like thank you Yeah. Thank you. Just because you don't like loud noises or hearing people chew doesn't mean you have autism. Yes. Like, like, oh my god. You're not neurodivergent just because you don't like hearing someone chew. Right. Who does? It's fucking gross. (laughs) It is. Chew with your mouth closed. Yes. Yes. Like, and I really appreciated that she was like, stop. Stop diagnosing yourself. Get your shit together. Yeah. I think I may have told you. I had a client once. Um, I, what did I call him in session? Loved this client to pieces. But every session he showed up and he's like, do I have this diagnosis? Do I have that diagnosis? No, you don't. But I was like, I think I called him like an emotional hypochondriac. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. It was also true. And he was Mm -hmm. like, am I? That is a diagnosis I will allow you to (laughs) internalize. Yeah. It's not an ICD-10. I was going to say, what's the code for that? Okay. Someone knocked on the door. She still doesn't know his real name. Yeah, they decided to go back to his place. Great. Yay. Um, uh, he has romance novels everywhere throughout the house. And she's like, do you like to read? So he takes her upstairs and starts taking her, like, towards his closet. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, now she's concerned that he could be some kind of insane psychopath and going to be, like, putting her in a cage and chaining her up. And my notes say, it's a little late, babe. (laughs) Like, honey, you've already brought him back to your own place. You've already taken him to your art studio. If he is a psycho and you get away from him, he can find you anywhere. Like, that's just stupid. That's just stupid. When I was dating, I did not ever take guys back to my place. I always went to theirs and I always texted my sister the address and took a picture of the license plate to the point where she was like, please find another friend to send this information to. It's stressing me out. How many, how many people were there that she was like, this is too much? (laughs) A number. Good for you, girl. Thanks. Good for you. Thanks. Um, yeah, but So now she's worried. I do think that is, like, the realest shit about, like, especially, like, online dating. Like, meeting Mm -hmm. someone that you met on Bumble in Mm -hmm. person Mm -hmm. or any dating site at this point. But, like, the number, like, you really, you're like, okay, I'm going to this address. I am going to be there at this time if I have not checked in by this time. Right. They're, like, but we all do it. Yes. It's an actual. Yes. And we're not just like, ha, ha. I just want to, like, check on me. You're like, no, 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 no. Like, for real, check on me. If you have not heard from me, assume the worst. Yes. Yes. She hasn't alerted anyone that she's with this person or where she is or anything. And he now knows the location of where she works and her home. Um, Lord help me. Yep. Okay. So, um, t- 
turns out he shows her his recording studio where he records smutty books. Um, he recorded what he called the Kitty series, which is all about her. Like, these are his fantasies he's had over, like, the two years that they've been talking. And so he plays them for her. They bang. Um, and um, he says that he, like, really regrets not going after her sooner. Um, she finally asks his real name. He says, it's Sean. And she says, that's my favorite guy name. And I, my notes again say, who has a favorite guy name? And if they do, why would it be Sean? Why would it be Sean? Why would it be Sean? I mean, no offense to Sean's in the world. No, but that, like, I know some great ones. As do I. Also, question, S-E-A-N, S-H-A-W-N. S-E-A-N. Sean. Or like our old coworker Shaw, but just add an N on the end. S H A H N Sean. No, just S E A N Sean. Um He got married, by the way. Oh, good yeah, for him. Right? That's nice. Yeah. And we should talk more about that later. We should. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh he explains why he goes by glitch. It doesn't matter. Um she asks to meet his sister, and then she's like, oh, never mind. This is really fast. It's been less than 24 hours. Holy shit. That might have been too much. Um, and uh, she says that she's really stupid um, for not making a move sooner, whatever. And he gets all, like, up in her face about, like, don't ever call yourself stupid. You're amazing. Um, and she apparently starts having flashbacks of verbal abuse from her exes. Mm-mm. And he decides to kiss her to bring her back to herself. And he, she, like, kind of explains what happened. Um, when I was working in crisis, we did have a client that would frequently have seizures that could only um, end if she received mouth-to-mouth. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Because I was literally about to make a sarcastic joke about that. It was talk about trying to keep a straight face. It was it was a whole a whole thing. Did you guys have to see who drew the short straw to give her mouth to mouth? Who decided that? Um none of us gave her <laughs> mouth to mouth. Her her boyfriend was the one who gave No, it was an officer. It was a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> but she did a whole like was like laying on the ground and was like <laughs> like resuscitated. Um, I felt really bad for that officer. I was not offering mouth to mouth because I know medically that if she is having a seizure, that making out is not going to, I was like, she's definitely the person who would be resuscitated and like sneak some tongue in. (laughs) (laughs) I had a guy a while, long time ago that, um, he, I asked him like, how was your weekend? How are you doing? He said, well, I had two and a half seizures. And I was like, two and a half? He said, yeah, I started to have one last night, but I stopped it. <laughs> oh, amazing work, buddy. Good, sir. I was like, you know, you should probably like patent that shit if you can stop a seizure in the middle. I'm impressed. That is your superpower. Yeah. Okay. Where, Sorry. Where anyway, is, is, I don't know. How, so we're at her house, uh, at his house. They, do they get married? Yeah, not right now. But 
Um, yeah, he, I think that's okay. He says something about, I want to see your your belly round with my child. He's known her for 12 hours. Um, he fucks her. Great. There's more hanky-panky. That's literally what my notes say. Um, there's just a Why did I put this much detail about the sex scenes? Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> so then... Um, they have sex without condoms, and I'm like, they just trust each other right now? Do they talk about it? They do. She's like, well, I haven't had sex with any of my last three boyfriends. And he's like, well, I haven't had sex in three years. And they're like, cool, bet. I'm on birth control. Let's fuck bareback. They they just trust each other? Okay. They just... Also, I have questions about the last several relationships, but like, man, to just raw dog it. Yes. Off the rip. It's a bold choice. Everything is a bold choice. Okay. So they raw dog it. Yeah. They, he comes three times and he's still going. I, whatever. He's still hard. Well, he hasn't been with a partner in three years, Hannah. It's It's all all built up. up. That's how it works. Um, So he's still hard. Anal scene. She feels super spacey and she's like, am I in the subspace? What the fuck? Like... No, no, no. I hated every part of that whole situation because if you are and he didn't prep you for it ahead of time and there was no discussion of consent, we have a separate issue. But he's like, he takes care of her, whatever. There's He does have good aftercare. She decides that she loves him, so she tells him. Um, He wakes up, they eat. Blah, blah, blah. He proposes again. This is the same, like, 24-hour period. He proposes again, and she says she wants to meet his sister. Again. So, yep. Okay. So, they do that. Um, none of this matters. Information about Ara's dad left her. Her mom died last year. Um, yeah. Glitch is, like, obsessed with making sure she eats enough and drinks enough and, like, taking good care of her. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know, I don't, this was a weird note. It's not important, but she shaves his face and then he shaves her legs? That's just, I... That does feel important. It's, well, I don't, I would not, I don't like, I don't like that. Correct. (laughs) Like, I would not want to shave my husband's face. Like, I would be terrified that I was going to, like, kill him (laughs) or cause him harm. Let's just move on. Yeah. I'm- so there's more sex, whatever. Um so blah blah blah. They have phone sex. He goes to her studio. They're they have engaged more at this sex. Point. She hasn't officially accepted. Okay. My bad. Um I made some assumptions. Yep. They go to dinner at his sister's. It's nice. Everybody gets along. Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. Family's really happy with her. Um, his nephew is like, put a ring on it. We're into that. Um, none of this matters. Okay, so she they're driving back to her place, and my notes say she starts smoking the baloney pony on the way home. Smoking the baloney pony? That's what my notes say. I don't know heard- what I was doing. Well, you know, I guess riding the baloney pony... Yeah, I guess, again, that's a BJ situation. Because then my notes say, after her protein shake, <laughs> she gets a message. Yeah. 
She gets a message from her ex From her ex, and okay. she loses her shit and jumps out of the car and runs away. What? So, because her ex took videos of her masturbating somehow and is threatening to release them. So, she's terrified that Glitch is going to leave her over this. Like, unless she comes back to him? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Keep going. So, um, Glitch is like, I'm a tech genius. Joke's on you. Traces the whole thing. Lures the boyfriend to his house and boyfriend... Yes. Boyfriend punches him in the face, and then Glitch lays him out and calls the cops and is like, surprise, that was this assault, bitch, and this is my house and my property. You hit me on it, and then I defended myself, so you're going to jail. Um, then he finds a bunch of, like, horrifying things on his laptop and decides he's going to anonymously report it. Um... Blah, blah, blah. She paints. They have a great time. He asks her to move in with him. Again, it's been like 36 hours now. She says yes. Epilogue. (laughs) Uh, They're fucking in the back of his shop. Uh, Apparently, it's been almost a year. They're getting married. Um, She's teaching free art classes at his shop. They bought a new house together. They're super excited. With what income? She's teaching free art classes. So she's making money from her, the art that she sells, apparently. She is my bad. And he runs a very successful shop. Is that, is that the point you're going to get stuck on? <laughs> is that the one? Is that the one we're stuck on? Maybe, Hannah. Maybe. Okay, okay fair enough. I can, I can respect it. To quote Kay from our <laughs> hidden review, In, in this, this economy... economy? precisely they bought a house in this economy precisely okay so he is super obsessed with getting her pregnant in a gross and weird way and that is the end (laughs) did not like that no not like that one bit no no Um, i'm sorry (laughs) so to summarize Her ex-boyfriend kicked her computer. She met Sean Glitch mm-hmm. in person mm-hmm. after she had a crush on him and he had a crush on her. They realized they are into each other. They catfished her ex-boyfriend. He went to jail. They stayed together. Yeah. Did I miss anything? Not really. Um, oh, she smoked the baloney pony. He <laughs> has some medical condition. <laughs> That allows him to orgasm multiple times, not need a break or a refractory period, Mm -hmm. um, and stay hard. Yep. Yeah. So, (laughs) I feel weird. I don't know the word that I want (laughs) whenever I do one of these and I'm like, this is so bad and I'm so sorry. And then you're like, here, let me. And you (laughs) you summarize it in like 30 seconds. I'm like, fuck, I'm so sorry. (laughs) It might be shame. (laughs) No, don't feel shame. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what emotions to feel, but don't feel, but don't feel that one. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, yeah, you're right. That's it. That's it. 
I don't even know what kind of rating scale we would use for this. Um, <sighs> laptops. Sure. Hard drives. Yikes. Not a euphemism, but it could be. But it could be. Um, Copies of Ready Player One. <laughs> or Ready Player Two. Both no. books exist. Um, How many Ernest Kleins would you give it? That feels like a really weird euphemism. Yeah, that feels disrespectful. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Ernest. <laughs> Although we did do Hugh Jackman last season, so. Um, no, I'll give it, um, like, I'm going to do it out of gigabytes. Oh, love the vision. Okay. Okay, okay I'm going to do, like, Two gigabytes out of 27. That's, that math is unnecessary. I'm not going to try to do the math on it. It was just that rough. <laughs> like, when I was reading it, literally, like, I can tell from my notes that I was like, no. Like, the whole time I was reading it, but as soon as I started it, I was like, this is a Smug Club potential book, so I'm going to outline it. But I was like, no. Like, it was very difficult for me personally to get into any of it because it was just so, there was no, like, character building. There was no, like, time for the relationship to blossom, even though it said they had known each other for yeah, years well, before. Yeah, well, it seems like the relationship blossomed before the book started. Right. We missed out on all of yeah, that Yeah, so then we come in and we do not feel that. No. Um, just feels forced and weird. Okay, so. Two out of 27. Two out of 27. I think that's a fair rating. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I might pass on this one. I think you read it enough for the both of us. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. So two out of 27. Let us know how many gigabytes you would rate it or terabytes. Ooh. Yeah. That's, mm -hmm. that's more. That is more. Right? I think so. How many gigabytes and terabytes? I don't know. Um, if you know that answer, let us know as well. This is where it's really helpful when my husband is in the room because he has the answers to these things. He does. So let us know how many you would rate, how many gigabytes or terabytes you would rate Glitch, um, how many gigabytes or terabytes you would rate the show. Feel free to leave that <laughs> on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, don't forget to subscribe, and we look forward to seeing you in two weeks. Thanks, y'all. Bye, smut sluts. Bye. Smut puppies. Wherever we ended up, choose your own. Bye. <laughs> well, that's it for this week's smut sluts. We hope it was good for you because it sure was great for us. If you're digging what we're doing, it would mean a lot if you'd take a minute to rate and review the show wherever you're listening right now. Maybe tell that sexy someone to lend us an ear. We love you, we appreciate you, and we'll see you next week. Stay smutty.